0: Good evening everybody hey it's a busy busy day for us today
1: back at it
0: awesome I today the first day back to work for uh, for me like in a serious way for a long time and man today there's been just one thing right after the other in a good way and mm-hmm. I thank the Lord for it. I'm I am the Lord is just definitely speaking so clearly to me and he's definitely giving me things and I just appreciate it so much so, absolutely awesome but uh, I guess I tend to like to talk about things when they come in waves. Once I get more than just one person asking questions or or, or having trouble with something, I that's how I know the Lord is is moving me to talk on something. Yeah. And sometimes he it's says one thing
1: for like one person to and, send you a question. Hey, what about this? Right. Or, what it's about? one and thing. Like, at, oh, yeah. Okay, Okay, just answer the question. But then
0: when it's a couple, when it's a couple people, it's like. Maybe right, we Lord. should <laughs> record and then this. Every once in a while, I'll get it and I'll be like, I have to do this now. Yeah. And I just know that I have to do it now. And I know that's the Lord telling me, you have to do it now. Yep. That's not me. Well, you know, sometimes it's me wanting to, and we come down here, it's a disaster. Um, but most of the time, whenever I'm, you know, mission oriented like that, it's the Lord speaking and working. So um, this is one of those cases. Like I did a podcast. We, we sat down to do this podcast, and that ended up going so many different directions we're like you know what got to do this separately cuz so this one tomorrow there tomorrow, tomorrow, will
1: be a very random Yeah, podcasting. it's very random, <laughs> but it's,
0: it was a it was a fun podcast. I think yeah. everybody should enjoy it, but um this one is more a little bit more serious, actually a lot more serious. But at the same time it just makes me excited to answer because I get it a lot um in 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 to me. I think, and hopefully after this, everybody can find their own own peace with it. Although, there's never, you know, we never, we are always learning. And we have to understand that whenever, well, before we jump into it here, uh, I've had a bunch of people come and ask, why are there so many different interpretations of the Bible?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And who's right? Yeah. And as far as teachers go, like because you what hear their decides? explanations
1: and you're like, that sounds pretty right. good.
0: Yeah, and you're like, and as far as teachers goes, how what's right and how do you discern I and mean, like yeah, this is confusing. And then you hear these teachers say, well, the Bible makes it clear. You're like, but does it though? I yeah. don't under where yeah. where does it make it clear because people have different interpretations. And the first thing to understand Well, is, hold
1: on. And one other point, too, is so many people, they come, they want to be upset about stuff, and they come to you, and they go, well, that's just your interpretation. Correct. Of it. Like, how many times do you hear that in some kind of argument? Well, that's your interpretation. That's how you're interpreting, interpreting it, not necessarily what it says.
0: Right. Um, hermeneutics and exegesis are the two big theological terms that we use to get to the, the answers to these questions. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's, that's usually my first answer to somebody that's theologically sound that knows, you know, we're, you know, not that you have this question, but sure. whenever we're, you know, you talk and you get this question, you know, a lot, you're like, and, and even that will bring you up to a couple different conclusions and sure. that's why what I'll cover it on. But I, but as a core, this is what, what gives you a core understanding. And I suggest everybody, if you're able to, guys, there's so many um, uh, opportunities that you have. I recommend Master Seminary. They have most of their most of their college courses online, and you can pretty much put yourself through a full master's seminary education online. Of course, without the key facts of being in an actual school, of course, um, which is, you know, there's a lot missing from that. But to people that love to learn, that love to go seek that information, um, why not, you know, they they would love to further that. So I, I master's seminary. Um, I I would recommend that. And, you know... uh, that gives you uh, you know a good understanding of interpretation and different things like that and how we get to um, this this core and and it doesn't once you understand it to make it to make a lot simple is you understand what the Bible is first of all you have to understand that okay well it's not just one book and okay, we look at it as we do everything else as we look at it just as one book. We know there's many books inside of it, mm-hmm. but in our minds, just because it's one actual book, we we, take it in as our brains, a book. we take it as a book. Mm-hmm. And, and although we know the separation, we don't use it. It's like a subliminal thing, I think, yeah. to us that we don't really realize that we're doing this. But it, understanding exactly what it is helps.
1: Yeah, I think so
0: because you realize okay well what's the old testament okay well the old testament is there there's a bunch of it there there's there's history there's poetry there's prophecy there's a bunch of different things in the old testament it's not just god's word and we say that as a generic term and i think that's probably been a disservice Probably to um, the flock in, in in a way that you know and I I know I've said it it is it's a generic term mm-hmm. because it is it's God's word and yeah. it and it is every single word in this book is from God it is inspired but it in is, it
1: being God's word but in right it that's we have like we've done some where you talk about verses that are commonly taken out correct. of scripture, correct scripture or, or out of context, out of context because you take something that was too the tribe of israel to Correct. you know it's poetic to or to whatever right. and then all of a sudden you've turned it into your warrior life verse right. or whatever and it's like that's not even what it says. <laughs> like what are you that's doing that's where
0: mass confusion comes yeah from. okay so that's like it would be ridiculous in any other situation yep. if you took something out of a poetry book that was meant to be poetry and apply it to a literal principle
1: well yeah, if I took Shakespeare right. and decided to apply that to scientific expression,
0: you right. like
1: what are you doing? What
0: that are you, ta- <laughs> that you can't do work? that. It doesn't work.
1: Like uh, Right. And,
0: and people Like don't, cute
1: on a poster maybe, but And
0: don't be and, and man, I was talk again, I was talking to somebody beforehand uh, right before this that was so upset that their Bibli- that they were just like ah, I'm I I'm so confused. I'm sorry. i don't understand... Like I don't get it. Why is it like and don't it don't feel bad because we all ever it, it is difficult if you don't know. And, and even, even when you for, do know when, sometimes even you're when like, you like wait you do what? know? I tell people all dude you have no idea the struggles. that even I mean not real struggles but like I forget things. Yeah. I I am all over the place sometimes and sometimes I get like ah, why is there so many people that have this many different opinions? It would
1: opinions? be so easy if it could just all be one and the right, same, but I, right? But, that would make but it so my
0: easy. but my irritation is way more focused now. Yeah, And I think that's why I hope to have at least everybody a little bit more relief by the end of this in that. But that is where we start. So in, in any other situation, we wouldn't take, you know, a, a book and do that. Yeah. You know, or a fictional book, right? Yeah. We we take a we laugh at people that take fiction for reality, right? Yeah. It, like in our like everyday, that's what we we literally make fun of these tinfoil people, like the the these alien book people that are like, but this book It's like
1: that's that's you a know. fictional story.
0: Right. So in any other situation we wouldn't do that in a book meant for poetry, or a book meant for this, or a book meant for that. Yeah. Now, that's where a lot of critics come in and will say, exactly, the whole Bible is like that. Yeah. What other book would you take and make that? But the Bible is not a work of fiction. We know in Hebrews 4.12 that the Word of God is living and inactive, is sharper than... so. Which we'll, I'll get into that. But we have multiple. We know that it is the word of God. It is inspired by God himself. Every single letter of every single book is intended to be in there. There is absolutely zero mis- mistakes. Mm-hmm. There's mis- There's questions. There's misconceptions. God is not wrong. You are. Yeah. I am. You know, that's a general statement. Yeah. But God is not wrong. You just misunderstand. Well, so often
1: we want to see if there's any little thing we're like, well, the Bible's wrong. What's this? And it's like, well, just slow your roll. (laughs) Sure.
0: And there are many, many different interpretations that and, and hopefully I'll get into a little bit of that without this going three hours and going probably into waters that even I'm (laughs) <laughs> Probably not smart enough to go into. <laughs> Where um, are we? And it, it, if I am, I'm definitely the lower guy in the room. I'm not. I'm not the guy that's going to be sitting up front, you know, talking. But uh, I, as far as that goes, understanding what it is. So we understand, you know, Genesis is the the account of creation in the beginning of you know the 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 how this whole thing got rolling, mm-hmm. and then. You know, we see the law come, and then we see the history of Israel. Then we see the purpose. Then we see the kings and the judges. You know, we all of these things in the Old Testament. So, but we realize that that's history. Okay, mm-hmm. where it gets, but there's so much to learn in that because all throughout that you do your the you've done the biblical feasts, mm-hmm. for instance. Um, you've done those on YouTube on the mini- on the heavenly minded homeschool. Um, and we've done some here on the podcast, mm-hmm. but all of those, every single thing in that there's things in elements in there that point directly to Christ. So it's important. You can see these things and you can learn these things and understand these things. But that also doesn't mean that that applies to you in any shape or form and that's where a lot of people get confused. I had somebody send me something from the Old Testament the other um I don't know how long. Anyway, somebody sent me and I could see that they were a little confused and I'm like, "Why are you confused?" Not in a mean way, but I'm like, like, "Why is it because what is it, it here like, that's okay. slipping you up?" And then I under- then, you know, I had a conversation with this person and they so okay, well this is why and I said, "Okay, well that isn't that isn't to you at all. This was to a Hebrew that was doing a but specific mission under the Lord. But
1: I for the most Lord. part, we as Christians are under this idea or teaching or just like unspoken belief that every word in the Bible is written to me, the Christian. Well,
0: and that's the problem is because even I was speaking with somebody from that was listening to... Hadn't been listening to Elevation and then had found our podcast. Yeah. Made them really, really upset at first. Yeah. But then they realized and then they they, they sent us an email just kind of thanking us. But um, as far as, oh, I've seen Elevation do it all the time. They take these verses out of the Old Testament and they preach on them. Yeah. And they say, see what God did here, to here, and here. And then they apply that to your life. Yeah. And it's like, that, you, you can't do that. That's getting in, you're getting into deep, deep waters that doesn't work. Because you begin to ask, okay, well, why why doesn't God do that anymore? Why doesn't God do that for me? Like, or, why
1: can't I go march or, around the bank and right, ha- make the walls right. fall down?
0: Or they'll try to take the Old Testament to disprove something in the New Testament. Yeah. An idea in the New Testament. Yeah, we'll see. No, God loves me, and I can I can move mountains and slay giants. Yeah, and what you're saying over here, you wait a minute you're telling me that i'm a horrible wretched sinner and i deserve absolutely nothing other than death yeah but over here my pastor's telling me i'm gonna march around and i'm gonna break that wall down and there's there's healing and there's spiritual healing yeah and there's magic
1: it's all written it's, for us yeah. and our sure. knowledge and understanding not just and growth, directly,
0: but to not us.
1: to it's us. It's somebody
0: telling us a story. Yeah, it's somebody telling us something. There, there, there. It was a story to us, telling us this information. Okay, that doesn't mean because that, it all points to Christ. So that does that doesn't mean you look at it, and go, okay, ooh, where am I? You yeah. know, we get we get our our. Well, that's that other podcast series
1: we need to get into of stop trying, stop showing up trying to get something. So you're telling
0: me, yeah, exactly. So you're telling me somebody wrote this thousands of years ago. It's living and active. It's real. Mm -hmm. It is written to me. God speaks to me through it. Where am I? I must be here. I must be like David. I must be like, you know, Samson. I must be like, well, nobody wants to be Samson. (laughs) (laughs) But... Uh, you maybe know somebody didn't finish reading. Mean, yeah, maybe that didn't finish and, reading the story yet. Bless um,
1: poor Samson.
0: <laughs> well, and that's the thing, though, is people don't know the rest of that story of Samson. I don't think, because they always talk about the great strength, right? And the yeah. but we don't read the the whole rest yeah. of the thing. Or they don't preach the whole rest of the thing.
1: Well, it doesn't, doesn't quite fit the
0: agenda yeah, quite the same. Yeah, the end really kind of squashes all of what yeah. would happen before if we went. For, but, yeah. hey, God works it all out for good. Um, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. Um, anyway, that's where people get confused. And I'm not laughing at you. If this surprises you, don't don't take my chuckling. You know this isn't. This is. I'm I'm laughing at the audacity of this is how it's preached. Yeah. So it's that's that's the thing that's offensive to me because I I look at that and chuckle and go. You have you know you're you know what you're doing. This is Ezekiel thirty four right now, and man, I this is why this morning I didn't have this this pulled up. But this is why the Lord gave me this. This morning was for this moment right now, and I I didn't plan this. So this is what's really cool, and I'm pulling it up right now on. So I got Ezekiel 34, and I'll just read the beginning of it. And y'all, if uh, y'all better have your Bibles. <laughs> what I hear you talking right now.
1: That's really weird.
0: Yeah, that was weird. Um, it's
1: literally my phone just started auto playing. I pulled up for something totally else. Um, our seventh podcast episode from October 17th,
0: 2018. Wow, that's cool. All right, um, right, we'll talk about that later. But he's <laughs> back to Ezekiel 34. Listen to this, that the Lord gave me this morning. And I don't even know where this came from. I don't remember now. It's been not long of a day. The word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. <laughs> <laughs> prophesy and say to them, even to the shepherds, thus says the Lord God, all shepherds of Israel, who have been feeding yourselves, mm. should not shepherds feed the sheep?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You eat the fat, you clothe yourselves with the wool, you slaughter the fat ones, but you do not feed the sheep. The weak you have not strengthened, the sick you have not healed, the injured you have not bound up, They strayed, you have not brought back. They lost, you have not sought. And with force and harshness you have ruled them. So they were scattered because there was no shepherd, and they became food for all the wild beasts. My sheep were scattered. They wandered over all the mountains and on every high hill. My sheep were scattered over all the face of the earth Therefore, you shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I am against the shepherds, and I will require my sheep at their hand and put a stop to their feeding the sheep. Mm -hmm. No longer shall the shepherds feed themselves. I will rescue my sheep from their mouths, that they may not be food for them. I'll leave it off on that, and I'll let the rest of you read that. I, I caution people where we can't place ourselves in the Old Testament. You want to hear something really cool? I told you this is a compiled book, and there's prophecy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Ezekiel was a prophet. Yep. There's things in the book of Ezekiel that have not happened yet. Those would be really the things at the end of the book. Yep. Okay, but they have not occurred. And even this verse, or even this chapter that I'm reading to you, although that it has been fulfilled in Christ, it has a future fuller fulfillment that's literal. Um, and this warning stands mm-hmm. to the shepherds. This is your teachers, your leaders, your religious leaders and teachers. This is what they've done. And these words, they like, they cut. Oh, my gosh. Especially from a teaching perspective. Mm -hmm. Okay, from a teacher perspective. My sheep are scattered. That's God. Like, oh, man. Like, you do not understand the holiness of God. Like, we our like our prayers are only a scent to him
2: yeah
0: which they're a pleasant smell and he loves them but in the holiness of god if you think about that in the throne room of god the only access that you can have is something that god can smell
1: yeah that's crazy when you put all that together
0: like thank you france france i hate to remember i'm not and this is this will be good for this podcast because I think, and I will try to explain where I think, Fran- uh, again, I don't want this to go to Francis Chan because I've already done it. But um, this is a good example of a teacher, a, a solid teacher, that has gone off of the rails and why. Yeah. So this would be a good explanation, and I'll put this a little bit further uh, down in it. But Francis Chan, who now has kind of gone off the rails, had, when he was doctrinally sound, had a beautiful, beautiful teaching on this and he it's talking about our prayers Mm -hmm. reaching the throne room of god and it was he gets emotional in it yeah and in turn i get emotional because i totally under like it just hit me the same way that it hit him but his point too was that he didn't make the point of that being the only access that we have, I, I'm making a different point on that, but but he the he was more so saying the sweetness of that mm-hmm. of of prayers going up to the throne room of God and and that that's a pleasant and and that's what the Lord the Lord, the create I mean somebody that we can't even fathom actually loves and listens to you yeah and these are the people that messed with his people yeah that's like that is too much for me i can't you don't know god you clearly don't or believe in him
1: yeah not a biblical god
0: because it's not just you have no idea what he's going to do to you and it will be a pleasure he and he does not care i you know it uh hmm. so that's the type of of thing that we're dealing with in church on the large scale and people don't see that because to them it sounds good and 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 they don't know how to discern this stuff but you know i, I man i guess a real easy generic answer on this too would be if it sounds too good for this world <laughs> it's, it's usually p- usually a false
1: good sign
0: um because we have way more evidence of suffering and hard times in the the daily things that we deal with. Mm-hmm. We have way more examples of having to endure a lot of that and even worse than we do of any type of of earthly prosperity. Yeah. But the peace and the joy that you have in Christ far surpasses anything that you will you will go through in this earth. Sure. He has led me. I mean, we have faced mountains, absolutely, and he has led us through smiling and singing. Yeah, literally yeah. every yeah. single morning. I don't think we have not, you know, sung, played music, mm-hmm. sung together as a family. Um, it, apart from all this time in the emergency room in the hospital. <laughs> said. Um, but you know, and, and we've it, smiling through the storm you know yeah and and there's things yeah we we are going through the storm and we will continue to go through the storm and there's absolutely until no promise of deliverance christ, until yeah. we're reunited with christ um i want to keep on on subject here though so why there's so many di- it, different interpretations would be is because there's there's man um and we know from jude's letter specifically we know paul talks about it you know extensively in, mo- in in most of his letters that these false teachings are going to come in and these people will come in for their own selfish gain and you know james talks about this like like i said it's it's literally in the new testament <laughs> you know yeah. if if people that want to look um you know they go well where are these things the new testament well, where the New Testament? Okay, I, I'm not suggesting you go straight to Revelation. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not suggesting, you know, but I- I- if you want to learn a lot about the truth, a lot about the church and what's going on now, we we go to the New Te- the whole New Testament. You can start in Acts, and you know, I don't want to get ahead of myself here, but they have a lot of selfish gain out of it. Paul Washer says that, and I think most solid teachers answer this question this way, and I believe this way, that wolves sometimes don't know they're wolves. Mm. Sometimes it's innocent. Sometimes it starts innocent. I don't think that God lets somebody that's genuine stay that, he he won't let them stay that way. Yeah. He'll put something in their way. The only problem is that that person will have the choice to either listen to God or to continue to follow the God of this world.
2: Yeah.
0: But even following the God of this world may give him perceived success. So following the God of this world, Satan's fooled you into thinking that God has blessed this person into, well, this look at him. Look at even the fruit yeah. that he's producing. He's producing fruit. Well, if a wolf is a wolf and he's teaching wolfish things, the fruit that he's producing, it's not fruit. But it's great. Look at what it is. Yeah. And there may be true fruit that comes out of that by the grace of 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 God. And I'm sure there is. But he deals he he deals with those specifics of those people. That's not me. Mm-hmm. I'm okay, that's not where I'm coming from on this perspective. I'm not special enough to make those, those decisions, and I don't claim to be sovereign in, in these things. So he's the one that pulls these people out and, and, and does what them, with you will. But for, the, for largely, what they're producing is not fruit. And we can see that in the exit numbers that we have. These people, you know, just different, different polls and different things like this. The world around us shows you probably even better than anything else would. Um, that, that, Hey, you know, really if the church, if Christ, you don't, you don't think Christ is more powerful than any of the issues that we're dealing with now, yep, and you don't think that Christ is alive and active and, and you could, you don't believe that you can move mountains. This is where mountain moving becomes true because we don't doubt the power of Christ and what we, in the kingdom of God and what we have the ability to do. Okay. But that shows you the God of this world mm-hmm. and, and, and the, and the false idea of where that's going to go yeah we don't ever doubt because we can and we attempt and we try and we build the kingdom Mm -hmm. but with an understanding that knowing that we cannot change man's heart yeah and that's where we get confused yeah um that and and on both sides good and bad that's where the good and weaning and well-meaning they get they get confused there so, going back to that point, though, that's where the false idea of, of fruit comes from. And you can just see that in just the emptiness of it. And that's how you know the difference. You know, okay, but this person, and still, and this person may have been around for 20, 30 years. Sure. And he may have people that's following him from that long. But... And this person may have blessings, but where are their blessings coming from? Are they coming truly coming from God? Or are they coming from the God of this world? Yeah. Are they making them more comfortable and more entwined and then more informed in, in, in this world? Ooh, because if so, they're like, see, I know this is truth. Why? Because look at my life. I'm being blessed, yeah. and I'm blessing others around me. And then look, and you look, look at the at blessings. Look at my growth. Look at my right? blessings. But then look at, at the life. blessings going okay that's that's a good tall tale sign that we're not headed in the right direction yeah i don't i like i said i'm not the individuals in this i don't know that's up to god but as me as a is a teacher and in teaching these things and saying these things that's not where my priority or where my idea well, and is. you're also not. I saying don't make that, any assumptions.
1: But you're not also not saying that just because this person's ministry has worldly success, that they're for sure not a a fault, a, a right? False correct. Stage, right? I'm so also like, not John saying John MacArthur that. has a large, a large building for his church. Correct. Like does that? Make, you know, look at George Mueller. The right. money that he had donated to him and I think, is Car- like I think, in the millions. Hey, and,
0: and let me back up. I think MacArthur needs to be careful with that absolutely and I, and, the more you and, have
1: the more you have to I'm very Macri-
0: I'm very cr- critical on MacArthur for this mm-hmm. because I get the idea that MacArthur is totally one of those most, I don't know this because I know for a fact the good that he's done but I also and I'm not judging his personal life cuz he has plenty of people that do that <laughs> yeah. and I I hate to but I I look up to MacArthur mm-hmm. and and that's that may that's questionable for a lot of people for a lot of different reasons, which I acknowledge. And okay, um, but specifically for me in looking up to him, I, I look and see things. If I'm looking at my teacher and going, I'm not meaning to be critical, but I'm seeing some things that doctrinally here, I, I'm mm, kind of having a I don't know because you kind of seem like a country club type, like kind yeah. of like upper class white guy with attitude and this is a very judgmental thing that I just said. And, sure. and I didn't, I I'm just trying to explain mm-hmm. my, f- my feeling on it. I, I didn't mean that to sound judgmental um, in any way. Um, but he, he gives off that vibe. Yeah. And for somebody that's, I know such a solid, solid person that pre- preaches Philippians like he should yeah. and will make you get on your knees and in, in tears, you know, and you don't even realize it. You're just, oh, I feel like I should cry. Yeah. You know, like, but uh, so that's, the, you know, that's, that's the thing that I, I would be critical mm-hmm. of. And I'm like, that's where you need to be careful with worldly success, I think. Yeah. And I think and where he is well-deserved, he, I mean, the amount of preaching and teaching that this guy does.
1: Oh, blows your mind!
0: And the fact that he has slipped up and said things that he hasn't meant—I'm surprised. Or meant. meant. Um, I'm surprised it hasn't happened m- more often with him. Beca- how it doesn't—I I don't know. And it's hard from a teacher to say something in the media in, in two people and everybody to understand exactly what you meant. Sure. And I know that from a tiny—I don't have. I don't even have a, 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 a hundred of a thousandth of the people that listen to me that listen to MacArthur. Nor should I. No. But I understand that from having a small, tiny little platform that it is so hard to say something that everybody understands the context of what you're saying. Yeah. And you can say something that could sound seriously, doctrinally, like, questionable. And I've done it. I've done it a few times. I've had Travis come and corner me a couple different times and say, hey, this is doctrinally unsound and I know you didn't mean to say that. Sure. But you said this. The way it came out. And yeah. I'm like, no, like I, know I did not I know what you were it. thinking and I know I, there's you're going to no like the way you said it. Was- yeah, I was like, there's no way I said that. And then I'm like, crap. I did say that. I'm an idiot. I do that. all. I've done that many times. So I know for a fact, and I've heard MacArthur say this the same thing out of his mouth. He didn't, yeah, of course, I didn't mean this. I meant this. But I said it like this, and it could easily be taken out of context like I said this. And it did. So that's where that kind of questionable things can come from solid teachers. is That's where we have to be Bereans and, and understand we know their doctrine. We understand what they're teaching. We know they didn't mean that. We have to call them out on that and say, hey. Sure. Let's just double check You didn't mean that. that. I know you didn't mean that. Let's just double check this. I'm just bringing it up.
1: So what do you do if you have two Um, really good teachers, but they're both saying conflicting things on a certain topic? Whose interpretation is right?
0: Well, that's the thing. And and let's go to, let's go as far as, as the frustration that comes with that for the people that are kind of. Worried about that. Um, let's remember something. Go to Ephesians four with it. And I wanted to go because just in the in the interest of time, I didn't want to read the. But I can never get one verse. <laughs> I never can pull it. I always. When go, I was doing
1: the biblical womanhood with like the, I'm like, okay, sorry, we got to read the whole chapter. I just, I can't. <laughs> yeah, because so the whole thing,
0: Paul, and speaking to the Ephesians here, explaining this He's explaining to Timothy, mm-hmm. his, and this is part of understanding what the Bible is. Okay, these are letters at the early church, and this how this is how you understand what is and what isn't true. Yep, is understanding what this is, so you understand that this is a letter from Paul, who will see directly from Christ, directly called directly by Christ himself, mm-hmm. and he told Paul things that nobody else knew and even peter was like hey listen to him cuz he didn't tell us this stuff yeah or you know, we don't we don't know but we know that jesus told him this so listen yeah. um there's not really a whole that's directly out of the horse's mouth so there's no interpretation question in that right what jesus said what he said and paul says what he says and it's peter's promising that people will twist Paul's words is where we get a lot of the the but we're, we're we're told that in 2 Peter. I think it's Second. I could be wrong. Well, I'll correct myself if I am. Um I didn't I I should know it by heart, but see I told you I even struggle. I told told everybody I struggle. I know Peter said it. <laughs> I just can't remember the um i could test myself right now um and take a couple more extra seconds here and i'll get my point across but what he's saying is that we these people will i guarantee you that these people are going to twist paul's words because there's things that are kind of hard to understand if you're not spi- spiritually mature and if you don't understand the totality of the the scri- of scripture and how to how to separate it and how to how to divide it. Yes. Okay. He tells Timothy, rightly divide. That's a big KJV verse is yes, rightly divide the word of truth. Um, I'm, I'm here at my Peter destination to make sure that I was.
1: At <laughs> your Peter destination. That's <sighs> funny.
0: Okay. See, so, nope. I was not right. Um, so I'm glad it wasn't where I thought that it was. But I know Peter said it. So, um. All okay. right, it was I was really really close. I was gonna say Second Peter three, and I was gonna say it, I thought it was like somewhere in the beginning verses, but it was no, it's down, it's fifteen. <laughs> See, so this is my of struggle. Chapter three of th- chapter three. So in Second okay. Peter three, um, fifteen, when he's he's telling and count the patience of our Lord as, as salvation, just as our beloved brother Paul also wrote to you according to the wisdom given to him. As he does in all his letters, when he speaks in them of these matters, there are some things that in them that are hard to understand, which the ignorant and unstable twist to their own destruction, as they do with the other scriptures. So the ignorant and unstable, and don't think just because you're confused that you're part of the unstable or ignorant crowd. <laughs> sure, because that's you're, learning. you're not you're learning. You're not twisting. Yeah. You're confused. Yeah, it's the it's the people that know better. And that's where, that's where the wolf question comes in. There are, there are wolves that know they're wolves and know exactly what they're doing because they know better. And I've seen these, I've seen, and those are the ones that I just want to wring their necks because those are the ones that are, I'm like, I know you know better than this, but you are taking the part of this that is easy to do because it's easy. When you, as a teacher, and you, you, you go at this, you can see there's an easy way to trick people. Oh, absolutely! It's so easy. Oh yeah. I could. I, there's so amount of so many amount of things in scripture that it once you get a biblical education, man, I could make this sound good. I could do this,
1: and it would really help my agenda, and it would help my, my agenda that goals, I'm my desires. If you yeah.
0: don't, if you don't see that as a teacher, you're a liar. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I have a very small platform, but on my, sp- it, but on this f- in coming and beginning to do teachings and I've, I've, I've seen this opportunity. It's almost like an, and, and people come to you and they're questioning and, and they want to learn. Yeah. And you can see there's an opportunity there that if somebody were to be dishonest, this is where they would be dishonest at.
1: Oh, and it'd be so easy.
0: This is where they could crush somebody.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it just, for me, it just makes me, it, it just puts me in, in just, it, it just gets me emotional. I'm a very, because this, for me, you guys, is my life's work now. Like, I've never attached myself to anything. And my Salt to Paul moment was real. It was real. It turned everything in life around for me. Mm-hmm. And now this is who I am. And this is what I do. Yep. And nothing I want nothing more and this is what I dedicate my service to for the rest of my life so when I see these things I just and I'm not perfect by any means I still will make mistakes but when I see people mishandle you can still be perfect and not make small mistakes and that's hopefully what I'll get to here I'm trying (laughs) everybody I'm sorry Um, but you, you you have a you have the spirit you have core understanding and you have solid f- food being fed to you by the spirit okay the spirit is speaking and interpreting spiritual truths and interpreting scripture for you you're reading it and I'm reading it in the spirit and understanding in the spirit not so in a way it's a supernatural understanding it certainly doesn't add any cool thing to anything that's not already known yep but i get into it and i go yes boom 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 right there yes solid, solid you know right there thank you lord thank you you're speaking to me you're spe- i can feel it i can hear it I, I know it it's truth um but i you know i get down in questions too okay i i recently had a and i still have a a, a couple struggles that i have even on different on a belief on a couple beliefs um, it's nothing that's, necessary It's not doctrinally re- important, but it's troubling to me. It, it, it not in in, obviously in a um, faith way or anything, but it's sure. it's troubling to me just in like, gosh, there's so many good points, and I'm just a man, <laughs> and I'm I just don't. A man. I, this is where I don't know everything, and I don't think anybody that says that they know everything should say that, because that's what. So I do have those moments. But those are very few because there's a truth. Like I said, Jesus said what he said and, and he told Paul to write what he told him to write and then it was written what was written. And there's only one interpretation for a bunch of people talking. If we have one conversation, if I'm writing a letter to you, okay, even though this letter was to certain churches, so we're reading somebody else's mail. I still can understand and learn a lot about me. Because this is talking. This is an open letter, but it's also direct. We know that from being in school. That idea to us is not foreign, right? We can know that the whole school can be in trouble, but not everybody did anything. You're like, but I didn't do anything. doesn't matter. The whole school's in trouble. It was enough people to clump you all in as one. Sure. But there is certain people that we're dealt with and that we're talking to directly. And I am not, and that's why you go up to the principal, but I did, I'm not talking to you. (laughs) And that's where, that's where in scripture, we have to take this same understanding. Okay. You're like, oh, so I'm, nope, not talking to you. Move along. You're in the crowd here, but that's not for you. I can think of head coverings as being a must. Mm Mm-hmm. Is the first idea that that comes. If you if you like to wear head coverings, you want to head, wear head coverings, especially. Like I said, I think we lean more to a lot towards the Torah side of things. So I, I respect women that do that and and that want to do that. Now I, the other side of it is there's a huge amount of saying it's a must, and people like this new understanding that this is something that people have not understood for thousands of years correctly, and every single. No. So, no. <laughs> come on. It, it, no that was not you know about the culture thing go back to your go back your to, big words to, you started at your your the beginning words, like, here yeah exactly like, so that that's the first thing that comes to mind with that but um keep me on track so i don't go too far off <laughs> uh, teachers
1: I, how can you tell the difference between who's interpreting correctly
0: yeah, okay, so just being one general interpretation that there is not there's not many interpretations and I said this in the home church a couple of weeks ago. Said, you know, although we can have different opinions on doctrine, there're really few yeah. that we can have. There are things um like the end times and I'll hit on that real quick, but um that's the first answer to that. Is there's there's there really isn't. And to scripturally support that. I mean, knowing that that's what these letters say, and that's what, this is what Paul was trying to communicate to Timothy and telling him to keep, you know, um, sound doctrine in these things. But I'll go back to, um, Ephesians four is where I think I was starting to read. Then I, and I went off. Um, so, oh yes, I was, cause I was, I was talking about, um, Paul here explaining to, to the Ephesians how truth is truth and how to know it. I therefore, chapter 4 Ephesians, I therefore, a prisoner of the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of spirit in bond of peace, eager to maintain unity, so we know that there's not, there should be unity in the church. There should not be division. Okay. Here's where it gets interesting. And this is where Paul is saying. He's saying there should be, let's be eager to maintain this unity. Continuing on to verse 4, there is one body and one spirit. Just as you were called to the one hope that belongs to your call. One Lord. One faith. One baptism one God and one Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. But grace was given to each one of us according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore it says, When he ascended on high, he led a host of captives, and he gave gifts to men. In saying he ascended, what does it mean? But he also descended into the lower regions of the earth. He who descended is the one who also ascended far above all the heavens, that he might fill all things and he so meaning that does not mean he went down into hell, that means he came down to earth and accomplished and gave us the ability to understand these things and to know these things and he gave these things as gifts okay so that's not that's not saying what that's what a lot of people will twist ephesians here um, to to try this is a great twisting opportunity for people is ephesians here um, but what this is I mean this is what Paul is communicating is saying that Christ came down and accomplished all of these things to give us these these things as gifts and as unity and as as things to to maintain us until he comes again, okay and how and to be able to know truth, verse 10 um, or I'm sorry 11. And he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and the teachers to equip the saints for the work of the ministry for building up the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to mature manhood to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by Every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness and deceitful schemes. That's what I was just saying with these teachers. And this is how we know. And this is what Paul is telling us. How do we know doctrine and how do we know these things? Because Christ is equipped to tell us these things so we wouldn't be tossed to and fro by these different doctrines because this will happen. And we will. We will get tossed to and fro. So even though even though we preach like, "Hey, we shouldn't be tossed to and fro, we are, and it's okay sometimes, because sometimes you just don't know and you're innocently caught up, and especially like we were reading in in verse 34, man, these shepherds certainly have loved to lead these people this way. so don't be frustrated in being confused mm-hmm. because Ezekiel 34 just told you, "Hey, God was telling Ezekiel, "Hey, I know what's going on." And I'm not happy. And this is what they've done. And they love to do it. Because they love to get some kind of selfish gain out of it. And and don't think that it's all selfish gain. It won't all appear like that. Sometimes it'll even be people going, really, selfish gain? I don't get any selfish gain out of this.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's that's the first offset. People, de- you know, There's a defense to everything, of course. Don't be surprised. If you're surprised by that, you're being tossed to and fro even by that. <laughs> You're going, but they defended that. Okay, cool story. That doesn't take care of the beginning, the first problem. <laughs> they what? I don't care what their defense is if their first issue is still not correct. Mm-hmm. Their defense means nothing. Yeah, we're. Go- I mean, it's great, and people will throw that at you, and they'll say, "Oh, but they responded, and this explains it." Exactly. Well, no, because the first thing isn't right, and even what the second thing what they said is just backing up the fact that they still believe the first thing. So not tossed to and fro. We're given these things. We're promised this is, this is what Paul is saying. so this is why all this, this stuff happened. Verse, carrying on verse 15, what we rather speaking in truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ, from whom the body joined and held together by every joint which is which it is equipped. When each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. Now this I say and testify in the Lord that you may that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do in the fruitility of their minds. They are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them, due to the hardness of heart. They have become callous and have, become, have given themselves up to sensuality, greed, to practice every kind of impurity but that it but that is not the way that you learned I lost my spot hang on I'm I'm with it I'm I'm reading this on the computer so all right but that is not the way that you learned in Christ verse 20 and he has an exclamation point there he's making a point but also he's saying, hey, I want to remind you that although y'all have been walking, you know, you guys are new creations. You guys, I was just talking about this in the podcast. I just admitted that I had a worldly problem <laughs> earlier, okay? Um, I curb my worldly problem by realizing that, and even now, Paul tells me not to walk like the Gentiles do. In the fertility of their minds, they are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that it, that is in them due to their hardness of heart. They have become callous and they have given themselves up to sensuality, greed, to practice every kind of impurity. Sensuality and greed. To practice every kind of impurity. Greed is the biggest, like, greed, really. But that is not the way that you learn in Christ. Yep assuming that you have heard about him and were taught him as the truth is in Je- as the truth is in Jesus to put off your old self which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupting through deceitful desires and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds and put on and the put on the new self created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness therefore having put away falsehood let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor for we are members one of another. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. And give no opportunity to the devil. Let the thief no longer steal, but rather let him labor doing honest work with his own hands. So that he may have something to share with anyone in need. You know what? Let me, let me stop on this verse specifically. I don't really say much there, but this has a lot to do um, with forgiveness of sin. He's telling something specifically. So let the thief no longer steal. Mm. He's not saying, hey, go back and return every single thing that you stole. I mean, he probably doesn't have it anyway. But thats he's not saying to go back and, and, and make atonement for your sin. Because Christ has already done that. Yeah. But rather let him labor. So what's the opposite of stealing? Giving, right? So instead of stealing, give. You want to pay your sin back? Become a giver because you are a thief. You doing honest work. Move along. Break the chain. That's, a, that's such a typical new term in the church yeah. today. Yeah. But that's where it is. Break your chain and, and move past that and do honest work. You're not a thief anymore, unfortunately. You live in the world and the world will look at you as a thief, but in your heart, the Lord doesn't look at you like that anymore, and you don't have to live in this world under bondage. So it doesn't matter what they say or what they think. It doesn't. That may hurt employment, sure. but you can still, most people like that can still work with their own hands and make money. And most of them are talented and good at it. Um, and that may be in whatever profession that you have, Okay. But let it be honest work. It needs to be honest. Okay? There needs to be no immorality around it. There's no oh. Op- There's no biblical like leniency on saying work it in a mor- or moral place just so you can get by because it it's what you got to do. Exactly. Or in an immoral situation because it's what you have to do. No, you don't. Christ will never call you into a sinful situation. Mm-hmm. He will call you out of one. Always. But. That's just so important. So to, there's just so much to unpack in that very, just that one verse. Um, doing So he may have something to share with anyone in need. Because he was a thief. He used to steal. He didn't think about you. He thought about himself and what he needed. He didn't care what he was stealing. He didn't care that he stole money from you. Mm-hmm. Because he needed it. This could even be a. Um, this could have even been a, a relative of somebody that was stealing money from you, a brother, a sister, whatever. Your son, you, well, whoever. Stealing money, I never knew this whole time. He was a thief. He stole this money all the time. Okay, well. That was a horrible, horrible thing. Crucifixion is a horrible, horrible way to die. So that can be forgiven but you're not a thief anymore now you're a new creation go work with your own hands make money and give and give like you would have stole randomly focused you do when was a good time to steal so you should be able to know when a good time to give it yeah so that's how forgiveness of sin works and that's how repentance changes your your life um but let's continue. So, sorry for stopping right there and going a little bit off track, but I had to. Um, let no corrupting, in verse 29, let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as it is good for building up, as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. <laughs> I, I, I got to remember that I'm not preaching here. It's hard not to keep preaching this. Verse 30, and do not grieve the Holy Spirit by whom you are sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. I could keep going in Ephesians. I won't. Um, the whole, the reason why I read that whole chapter, though, is to give you an idea. Is this is a life change that goes against the? It contrasts the world. So, if you have a teacher out there that's teaching things that are getting you excited about this world and following the god of this world and the in the in the promises and the ideas and the goals and that's where we have to to stop and seriously obsess, assess our lives don't just assume because what you're employed at and what you're doing is what you're supposed to be doing think about it Maybe you're feeling a little bit of a tug and you don't know why. Maybe that misery that you have is because God wants you out. You're not supposed to be there. It's not what you're supposed to do. I don't know how you're gonna feed your family. Let God worry about that. That's not up to me. Trust him for Trust it. Trust him. Believe me. I did. I do. I mean, every I and I'm humbled every single day. And that's the only only to any hater that would listen to this, that's the only reason why we share our faith, living by faith updates. It's not to present any type of picture, you know, why. And we know that we are going to get this type of flack for trying to live for Christ and to show other people that living a life for Christ is doable and you can do it. Yeah, and it's not easy, but you could do it and it's fun and it's and and there's there's struggles in it. But the peace and the joy that Christ offers is so worth it. Any struggle that I have right now, which, dude, I've got a list longer than you would believe, is not worth anything to me because of the peace that I have in Christ. So, But I don't have anything. Paul says to the Corinthians, he says, at the current moment, I'm I'm in need. I have nothing. I'm poorly dressed. I I have no no money. I have nothing. No f- I have food, but I mean as far as what you would say for our our American life, I literally I am I have no money in the bank. I have no money in my pocket. I have no way to access that immediately. Um, I we live by faith. Yeah. And it's doable. And that's yeah, the only reason why we share that. But that's the type of sacrifice we're talking about in following Christ here, people. And this is not something that we can we we have an opinion on. This is what the Bible says about this. Okay. I'm not saying to put yourself in the poorhouse for Christ, but maybe that's what he's doing to you. I don't know. I don't know what his plan is for you. Maybe it's for you to be a millionaire. I don't know. Maybe it's the opposite, who knows? Maybe you can work with your hands and bless so many people and have so much money to give away. Because we the, God knows the world needs those.
1: Absolutely.
0: I mean, maybe that's what it is. Yeah, I don't know. But where's your focus and where are your priorities? And that's where you look at a teacher. Mm-hmm. What are they saying? What are they really saying? What are they saying about God? Uh, am I trying to get? Am I trying to feel good? I'm coming to God, like you said earlier. and what am I trying to get out of it? Yep. Okay. I'm I'm coming hurt and suffering, and I need I just need God. Okay. Well, you're coming to get something, so you're coming, to God, saying, okay, well, I need comfort, which that's it, well, that's what we're supposed to do, right? When we need things, so don't don't confuse don't let me confuse anybody in saying that. Um, but as far as when we go to the Lord and worship in our lives and these things like that, we don't, he doesn't need advice. You know, he doesn't need our preconceived ideas and believe me in the shoes that you're standing in now, you can stand so proud and be like, I'm completely cool with God. I know this is exactly where he wants me. Mm -hmm. Really? That's interesting because you have so many problems in your life. And I see this every day. And this is what I say. This is what I have told to people. I said, really? Because all these other problems that you're having, that's indicative of a blessing? But just because you're having a worldly blessing, don't confuse that. But that's where, that's where the confusion comes in. So that's where we as listeners, we go in, and what are, what are the teachers saying? Are they saying this, you know, message that's getting there here? Or are they making you feel like you need to change things in your life, and are they making you feel uncomfortable, and are they making you feel like you should do something? Because if they are, you know where that leads. That leads to that feeling that you're looking for. Okay, but you don't come off expecting and just thinking that you know. I need, I need a Jesus Band-Aid and to fix everything right this second for me in my life listening to a teacher. And I think that's, that's where the different interpretations come from. Just people abusing it and, and, and allowing these things. Um, that, that's where all, all of that comes from. Um, identifying truth Paul Paul just explained how we do that. Okay. We have it, it it's very, very simple. Humility, love, patience, tenderness, kindness, forgiveness, giving, giving up of yourself and 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 leaving and, and when I say exiting the world, just not being of it. I was out in the world today. I saw lots of people and did lots of things, but I also wasn't of it. I had a problem where I almost <laughs> wanted to be of it for a while, but I was in it. And I, I, I interacted and I moved mountains, could have. I didn't have an opportunity. <laughs> I did, I didn't come across anybody today. That I move them. Hopefully, this podcast. Hopefully, that's what my goal. Maybe this is the mountain that I move today. Um, Although I'm not out in the world to do it, but it goes out to the world, so I guess technically I am. Um, I I think that that's where that comes from. Now, as far as I've heard, people that actually now they're like, okay, listen, I I'm in ministry. I've been to seminary. This is actually a couple different people now that are kind of frustrated and are going, man. I've been to seminary, but like now I'm st- I struggle with self doubt. Should I be doing it? I didn't know some of these things because either I went to a seminary that didn't now believe it or not. Seminaries will lead you down the wrong path. I the, I have a deep deep um reverence and love and respect for mine but i am the one that i went to but i am very glad that i exited it while when i did and it was the reason why i exited it wasn't i didn't exit it the lord took me out he just he got me started and he took me out and now that i because i'm seeing some things from them that i'm like that's not true but they're still i still recommend them don't because i know somebody that's that's using their program and I still, I still recommend anybody. And that's why I said I still have a deep heart and reverence for their work. It's not enough that I – look where I am, okay? I'm spiritually – they're enough to, to, to lead you on a path of, of spiritual discernment. Um, But it's enough to say, man, I sparred with them, honestly. And I'm not going to name them by name. Everybody knows it's on our website. I'm just not going to name them by name in this podcast because – I don't want to – this is not to start any of that. But I actually sparred with them uh, recently online over something uh, back and forth. It was very public, and it ended up getting deleted. It wasn't bad. I wasn't disrespectful. I think that it just was not good for their brand, and I I understand why it was taken off, and I wasn't offended by it. Um, But it also should have been something – that if you're really being a Berean and being like Paul, that you should have left up because it was bringing, it was, it was more than just me that was, that was offering these questions and these suggestions and these uh, grievances, so to speak. Uh, it was a couple different people. So, uh, but they gave me enough spiritual discernment to know that, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's I, it's because of you, that I have because of you. and I said that. In that in in one of the comments,
1: you guys taught me. better than And I said, you this. guys
0: taught me better than what this is saying. So I don't recommend anybody that's using. And I the people that use that program, it is a great program to learn. The and and the reason why I say continue to use it is because the resources they use are fantastic. Are very very good, and they're rarely they have their own that they use. But those aren't the large scale of it. And that was at first to show and to prove to people that they're not just some wackadoo seminary that's just out there trying to teach people false stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, they said, look, no, we're a doctrinally sound seminary, that we are a fully donation based seminary. That's how, that's why I fell in love with it. I I did. I fell in love with the story of it. Um, They're after 2001, or yes, after September 11th, the guy that started it had that this the Lord spoke to him and you know was he was like, I have to open, I have to do this. I have to offer people seminary education that can't afford it, but it has to be sound doctrine and this can't be false you know nonsense. but and the world is a really weird place to navigate right now, so this is a hard you know where do people find this? especially for a price that they can afford free, donation based.
1: It's a pretty good price.
0: You can't find it. So they they set up the program that they set up and it was the program that he set up was accepted by seminaries all around the country that back them. So they're sound. For the most part. <laughs> Being spiritually discerned, y'all will get there. I'm sure. <laughs> you know, anybody that spiritually can discern will find it. But I am glad that I exited it when I did just because of the differences that I had. Um, So we'll have those differences. Now, the differences that I had, and I I know I need to wrap this up, but I know there were some issues specifically on why. okay, Okay, so we know that there's this core, but there is things that we do argue on, right? Like the end times baptism baptism is not an argument that is a poor understanding of that argument that the people have there's no that's argument there's for no, yes that it's needed for salvation there's no argument there there baptism is absolutely not necessary for salvation and any theologically sound teacher seminary will teach that that's general knowledge um yes there's why is there a view on it well, because it's easy to twist the scripture and to say, and to make it fit an agenda and to say, you can, you, you can only be saved if you do it this way. Yeah. And actually, apparent, from what I hear, with baptism, what I hear, I don't, I don't know too much about it, but I know that that's the Duck Dynasty theology mm-hmm. that the baptism. And that's usually the, there's usually a Southern Baptist part element to that, that not Baptist. I'm sorry I misquoted that. I'm not sure what sect it is, but I know there's a southern sect that that's this is really common that it's well, yeah it was a Baptist church that right that you went to because it was they the you went to a baptism necessary church when you first came out to Roanoke and we both were like, wow, we're, you must be baptized water with baptized. With, yeah. Is that a good idea? Absolutely. Yeah. yes, <laughs> there's nothing wrong yeah. with a water baptism. Yeah. Um, buried with him in death and risen in life, so with in it's an outward uh, ordinance that the Lord gave us Himself, and He only gave us two. Yeah. So it's a respectful thing to do. It's like a, you know, when you get to work and you have like a hat and your apron, and like you can just wear your apron. And if your boss, you're looking at your boss, you're like, Hey, do I have to put on my hat? Hat and apron. You forget your hat
1: you can get by you but can get tomorrow by. I'll bring it's a fine.
0: hat but tomorrow I'll bring a hat it's like baptism if you don't feel called to it eh. but it's not something it's not a it's not a hat it it means or if more. you
1: haven't gotten baptized yet don't be like in fear that if something happens before you're able to get baptized that like you'll go to hell or something but the, crazy
0: but the misunderstanding of baptism is the people get caught up in the outward uh, the outward practice of it cuz we love tradition and practice and we, and, then, and that's how we as western americans feel good yeah. Right. If we Baptist do this, Christians. we're a better Christian. Yeah. Automatically. Yeah. Like we have 10 points for baptism.
1: Like if you have an unruly teenager, take him to summer camp and get him baptized and then Boom. they'll be like good teenagers oh. and they'll love Jesus.
0: You know that it's a baptized with the Holy Spirit Yeah. is what that means is what you need.
1: Like you be. must be baptized with the Holy Spirit in order yeah. to be a true Christian. Yep. But that doesn't happen by way of being submerged in water.
0: Mm-mm no and but that's what that's what this whole thing was leading to and that's what the scriptures that recommend this is saying that you must be baptized by the spirit um so that's not that's just a a very very common and i generalize that and i know people are going to argue that that's fine but that's not truth because that's not what the bible says and that's not brandon's interpretation like i said i'm not that special and that's well, just not I my think reading of it.
1: The answer to this whole question, honestly, just boils down to, like you said, with your first two big fancy words. Right. Exegesis but, and, here and X, Yes. But just reading the scripture with that, and I think it's so easy because there is so much division, so much confusion, so much, all of that, we spend more time seeking what others have to say on the topic right like because I've done this too where you find a topic and you're like I don't know necessarily what that means so I go and listen to this teacher and that teacher and this teacher and that teacher and then they all say different things and you're like well heck which one's saying the right Right. thing right because now I'm confused but I think it's so easy and sometimes it is good to go to Teachers, obviously, to help you understand and to teach you. That's their role is to teach you. But I think sometimes when you start to get yourself twisted in this stuff, Sometimes you have to, like, that was my thing when I was like, I'm going to read the whole Bible for myself. I don't want anyone else telling me what it says. Mm -hmm. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to read it, you know, obviously looking at who's it talking to, when's it talking to, and what's the purpose of this. Is this a historical book, a poetic book, a letter, you know, whatever. But let's sit down and look at just what this says. Now I'm going to weigh it by only other scriptures. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And where do I feel... That everything kind of comes together right, once you do that, and
0: that's not what what most people do. And I think that's a good good way for people that are looking for discernment if they go to their pastor and ask it. Listen, it's somebody that trashes another pastor, or some or a person that you are coming to, and we've had that happen. Yeah, with people like Paul Washer, with John yeah. MacArthur, and they're men and they're wrong. And we should not always look to. We should keep that in mind that even right teachers are men, and yeah. we should weigh everything they say. Even me, I, of course me, I'm not even on the level of those men and everything that I sh- say that should be weighed. And if I'm going off, you should tell me not off of your opinion. Sure. <laughs> and I found people, you know, we have people like, that's great. Oh, We
1: hear that all the time. Well, my opinion says you're no, wrong.
0: That's cool. As soon as you can provide a biblical explanation of your argument against what I am we'll saying. We'll sit down and discuss it. Absolutely. We will sit down and discuss this. But most of them will trash another person immediately, instead of going. To script. But that's what's important. Is let's say if you come up with it, and they'll say, "Well, like John MacArthur, for instance, in the entire well, yeah, he's a wackadoo. He teaches some crazy things." Okay, most of the time they're referring to his premillennialism teachings, his yeah. rapture teachings. Oh, he believes in some crazy things, but like the rapture. Just because you don't understand it,
1: a literal interpretation yeah, or of scripture, a literal crazy. Interpretation I know
0: means that he's a wackadoo. Yeah or so if they push that off and then you say okay if your pastor says well here let me show you why i disagree with his teaching cool then that means that there's two different viewpoints in that and there is and that's what this leads me to a very final point with the end times why is there so many you know uh, on the end times why is there so many different interpretations from it my best my best answer to this for my own personal learning which i'm still learning is that God designed it like this perfectly for us as a body. He left this element in there so we wouldn't get we wouldn't get too proud or too off track. Because I know when Christ is returning I'm not Lean, You know, it's not as bad as some of these teachers say. Like, oh, you're not doing anything. You're not being a critic. You're just sitting there on your butt eating Cheetos waiting for Jesus. Yeah. No. But I'm also not, not out moving the mountains that I know I can move as much. You're
1: trying to build your earthly right. kingdom right. and putting I, all your hopes and dreams in this world.
0: Well, no, no, no. I mean, what I'm saying is, is I'm not out fully to my – sometimes I know I, I understand the mindset of – Oh, but the God. criticism of a christian that says well jesus will be here in a few weeks so i don't have to pay anything
1: sure i'm just going to stop paying my yeah, bills so cuz i think doesn't, jesus is i'm will just going to stop going to work before and that's due.
0: what paul i mean we're told in scripture that's not what we're supposed to do right paul tells them he's like no thessalonians i that's not what you do you still do the thing yes he's coming soon but we still have to just pretend like he's not but know that he is and be excited about it. but we just have to put on this front like, nope, he's not coming now. I got I got stuff to do. okay? But that stuff better be working with your own hands and, and things not for the world. But my thing is I understand the criticism that that would get us a little bit lazier. And I, I, I acknowledge that because that's when we know when Jesus is coming back, we get a little bit lazy. Don't know when Jesus. You know, we 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 stay here a little bit too long, and we end up building this earthly kingdom, and and thinking that oh well, Jesus meant that we're supposed to change man's heart, and that all the nations will be preach the gospel, and that means that everybody will be good eventually. Yeah. It also does not mean that. But you can see where those two views they have to comp they have to contrast each other. <coughs> I can't be. Expecting to be zapped out of my shoes one second and, and be on that extreme and then be on the kingdom now extreme. The two balance each other out. I know Christ is coming soon, but I got work to do. And Jesus came once and he gave me all kinds of power. He did. I have the power of the Spirit. I have the ability to go to the Spirit to lead me to people and to talk to people and bring them to Christ. And I can do that. on. I can do that in the street. I can do that at my job. I can do this wherever. Just by, don't expect, but most importantly, I can do that by living my life like I should and like the way that Christ lived his, which is a life of pretty much of minimalism, suffering, you know, a lot of crappy stuff here. The stuff nobody wants to The stuff about. nobody wants to do nor hear. It's not poverty gospel either. Yeah. But a lot of times it does look like it, you know. So I think those two, in times, view view, balance each other out. For instance, I get mad at Jeff Durbin so much. I don't need 30 more minutes on talking about Jeff Durbin, uh, on what makes me mad about him. But I have come to respect what he's saying when he gets serious about what he's saying. In his teaching about it. Because Jeff is the complete opposite of my end times view. Completely. We are way off. And in big ways. And so much so that I've like almost broken my screen. Like watching it. But when he gets serious and when he's explaining some things and I'm going, you know what? He's right when when he critiques some of the, the 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 extremism and some of the holes that are in my viewpoint where i view it i go you know what he's right i don't believe it i know he's wrong in what he's saying but he's right in what he's saying and that's exactly why the body that's why that's why the lord did that it's because these two balance each other out beautifully and we don't understand god we never will be able to come to full understanding of God in our human bodies or minds, and to try to come to this understanding is foolish. We have the spirit inside of us, our human. We can't stretch our human mind like we're we're trying to get too much before it's, it before the time. Okay, we have the spirit. So, okay, everybody, we just had to pause and come back real quick. And Olivia is here with us because she was losing our mind. It's because, you know, we we have home things that happen at home. So if you hear any, um, you know, baby noise, it's the baby. But we're wrapping up here and, and on this end times discussion, just talking about the different why there's different things like that. Um, you know, I, I, it's, I think there's some of it that's healthy. I think when there's... There's an, uh, there's a, there's an exciting discussion to be had if you can have a legitimate de- debate with somebody, and it's nice to have that different viewpoint. Like, wow, I see what you're saying, but no, this is why I don't think that. And that person will go, oh, I can see why you don't think that, but that's not what I believe. And you go, you know what, brother? I hey, I respect. Hey, there's two different views, but there's only two. They're, you know, they're, they're, you know, not literally only two, but there's only those, those two ideas still agree to disagree, but they're still theologically sound both together at the end of the day. You say, yes, hey, we, at the end of the day, recognize this, this, and this, this is, this is a period of time that we're talking about when Christ is coming back again. So we're arguing, (laughs) we're arguing Jesus. Okay, we both believe that he did the same thing, right? We both believe in the same God. We both believe that Christ is the son of God that came and died for our sins that we are hopeless, wretched that we will never be able to. We both agree on that. That this 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 question is just when we're going to see him again. So at the end of the day, there's really not that that huge of a difference or a division there. Because it's just you believe that it's going to be later. I believe it's going to be sooner. Is that a huge division? No. It can be. And that's where the false teachers come in. That try to create this to be something like, well, you're wrong and it's deceptive and you're going to lead people to hell because of this. There are those things. There certainly are. And though, but those things are obvious to discern. Those things are super obvious to discern. Those are the ones that we talk about. The Bible is clear on homosexuality. It is not, not even slightly jump around the word. It's very clear on sexual immorality, period. On a man and woman living together who are not married. Very clear on that. Very, and when I say, and when you go, okay, well, very clear where and to whose interpretation. There's only one interpretation to something being said. Hello, Heidi. Okay, and although that could be, you know, have... I was saying that sarcastically, it's still a greeting. Whether it's sarcastic or not, it's a greeting, right? So there's only one interpretation to me saying hello. It's not... There's not, you know... we, we and, and we're warned not to get in arguments over words, and that's where this happens. And if you notice that's what, well the greek says swear the the men with the glasses and the suits and the white hair well in the greek it says this and the greek is very important it is uh, you can, i mean the the most of the new testament was written in greek um actually all the new testament was written in greek some there was some hebrew but Aramaic. um but that's usually where the ones, the false teachers will try to bring up the smart Hebrew or Greek word to try to push their agenda off of one word. Don't argue about words. So that's that's where we learn these things and that's, where, um, that's how we know. I hope this is a long, I know this one went, went very, very long. I hope I answered the question thoroughly. I hope it blesses you, um. And I, I would, I, I, feel like this one is gonna have to have a second part, but I don't know where it's going to be needed. I'm not going to debate this this one at all. Um, this seems like this is gonna be a one that's gonna have a lot of trolls come around, but um, we have commenting rules in the um in the comments of our YouTube section, uh, And in every other. Um, we're figuring out the other platforms, but it goes across the other platforms too. I mean, we're all up into to discussion and, and personal things, but we will not be, you know, th- this is not going to get ugly. Um, But I feel like there's going to be a second part to this, Um, but you all will have to tell me what that's going to have to um, entail. And if I answered everything perfectly, then... Praise the Lord that was him, not me. (laughs) Well, it was him anyway. So anyway, um, I love all you all. God bless and hope this helps.